0: you know they always uh, have these favorite candy and, and the on um, the the hated candy list and i like a couple of the ones that are on the hated list and they, they always put Neko wafers on the hated list i love them how do you like Neko wafers i like them jesus I like they're, them. they're like the worst thing ever well, nobody
1: likes them.
0: Well, you 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 know what? You you wouldn't even begin to understand, and and I can't explain it to you. You've I heard got Kyrie,
1: diff- I heard Kyrie Irving say that Necco wafers were a Jewish plot. I heard, he said that just the other day.
0: He's right. The the uh, people, the family that owned that that factory up there in uh, the New England, uh, they're a bunch of Jews. <laughs> a bunch of Jews.
1: <laughs> He's going to be canceled by Necco wafers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> all right uh, but there's there's a lot of shit swirling around. by the way, uh podcast uh, recommendation i uh I finally came uh, on 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 Sunday yeah you know, I have the uh the first tree within sight in my neighborhood. I can see fifty trees from you know just I can see twenty of them from here. And mine is the first tree that all the leaves fell off already. Just all of them now. Yeah. And so I I, I raked them up, and you know, it takes a while. And I do it the old-fashioned way. I like doing it. And I'm, you know, I'm listening to podcasts while I'm doing it. Sure you do. So I did listen to the uh, first two of – there are four so far. I think there will be a fifth one today – installments of the uh, extremely hyped, annoyingly so, uh, Rachel Maddow podcast. But in spite of that, In spite of the hype, they are, as billed, they are excellent. It is so well done. It's just brilliant stuff. And the point is that it's about things that uh, you didn't know, I didn't know, nobody knew. It's been completely forgotten, completely buried. Uh, You think you know a little bit about it, but, but you don't about the true Nazi infiltration of this country. In the 1930s and into the 40s, and members of the United States Senate who were flat out having their speeches written by, that's right, Nazis. And that's just the beginning of it. And the plot to overthrow the United States government, and the plot to kill FDR, and the plot to kill other. It's all there. It's all real. It's very good. Highly recommended. End of story. Won't all
1: the stuff the, that, that she's adultery. done previously in that in that space has always been really good. Bagman about Spiro Agnew were very very good. Right. So I'm right. I'm
0: sure this will be good as well. This is this actually is, is uh it's equal to better than that because wow it really describes a situation that is 100% analogous to what we have going on right now. A uh, portion of the country that doesn't like the way this country is and will do anything to overthrow whatever they consider to be the, quote, establishment government that is in there. And uh, we were pretty close then. We're real close right now. We're a week away from an election that could be one big fat mess. Uh, We shall see. Now, I was uh, pleasantly surprised yesterday. I'm sure you were, too, to see that uh, the boys and girls from Brazil – throughout their uh, Donald Trump loving imitating mentor of and mentor to Bolasaro of Brazil yeah. Jade Bolazararo the guy yeah. who's been just copying everything and they, they they kicked him out he lost the election by about I guess about what two points whatever it is wasn't he just one and done basically that guy? Well he is now yeah. he is now. But here's the, here's the, you know, that was just yesterday, Sunday, that the the results came in, and uh, he's being uh, uncharacteristically silent now in the wake of the election. He hasn't spoken yet, so the longer he stays silent, the more paranoid the world may be getting, and rightfully so, because he promised. That if he lost, he was not going to accept the results of the election. I don't know where he got that idea to even say that before the election. Have no idea where he got that. From. But he was uh, he was saying those things. He was attra- attacking the the democratic institutions of Brazil, just like Trump, over and over. And you know, corruption. Talking about going after him now. It's very very familiar. But the point is that. Uh, He was unable to convince in Buffalo uh, the population of Brazil to reelect him, and apparently he brought together very disparate groups of people from uh, all sides of the political spectrum who banded together to vote against him. Okay. Sound familiar? Hmm. Uh, Not quite so much here. I wouldn't say that uh, there was a broad-based coalition that put in um joe biden it just got big that was you know what we had um so but that was just i just think that's a that's a that's a great thing on the other hand of course the guy that replaces him who knows how that's going to work out i mean he's a flat out he's a true socialist this guy and but he's he's been in there before but he had corruption problems of his own 20 years ago so that's uh that's brazil good luck to them we wish them well. We do. We do. Um, uh, can we do a little Jerry Lee Lewis here for a minute? The killer. The killer. Um, Bill Wyman, who, by the way, quit the Rolling Stones, it's been like 30 years. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he was with the Stones, I think, for their first 30 years, and then I think in 92 or 93, he said, I've, I'm, I'm kind of done. still friends with them. But uh, he's he's old enough to have uh, known Jerry Lee Lewis pretty well. And he's written a little write-up about Jerry Lee Lewis here for uh, Vulture magazine, which is kind of like New York magazine. And he's got some more details about the marriage to the 13-year-old second cousin. Okay. Um, whose name was Myra Gale. At the point that Jerry Lee Lewis married her, I think he was 21, she was 13, He'd already been married twice, and he was not divorced from either wife. OK. Got it? OK. So, so you, didn't, picking, you,
1: didn't, you didn't think you could make a, a marriage to a 13-year-old even worse, but you,
0: you just did. That's the point, and that's why he wrote the piece because it's got more it, it's even worse than you can imagine. All right. So when it was all said and done, he was married seven times. Wife number five died within 77 days of their wedding. And this is according to Wyman, quote, the blood and broken glass in the house and the fact that the body had been moved after she died suggests the full story has not been told. You know what we need? We need Elon Musk to investigate that and put out the real information on Twitter, don't we?
1: I I thought the killer
0: was the nickname given because he was such a great performer. Apparently, it was a little on the nose. It it was more accurate than than we knew. Bill Wyman calls Jerry Lee Lewis a thief, a bigamist, an adulterer, a sexual predator, a family abandoner, and a liar. And he was just positive that the rules of society did not hold to him, did not apply to him. And he just said, sorry, I'm, I'm just him. But, you know, you combine that with uh, musical genius and, uh, what? oh, you get Kanye West. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well,
1: it's always interesting when when some of these guys die. How appropriate it is to talk about the that element of what happened. You know, that element of the the way too young girls and all of that stuff. I was there was a great book about the uh, the the band Led Zeppelin that came out last year, and it, it's really one of the best ones. And I listened to it, and I heard interviews with the author, and he started getting into that stuff because Jimmy Page really liked young women like about that age that Jerry Lee Lewis's wife there was. And it was, he started doing it and the guy's wife, the guy who was writing the book, his wife goes, you cannot describe these people that Jimmy page was having sex with as women. I don't care what you do in the book. They're Mm -hmm. not women. These are Mm -hmm. girls. These are girls that he was having sex with not once, not twice. And there weren't just one or two of them. It was multiple, multiple times. And the guy goes, well, I covered that in the book, but there was a point in time where I had to kind of cut it off or that's all that the book would be about, right? That's
0: all that would be there. Yeah, right. Different, uh, right. Different books. All right. One more little uh, nugget from, from Bill Wyman. Uh, this is a story, I guess, that was uh, floating around that Jerry Lee Lewis allegedly supposedly lit a piano on fire so that Chuck Berry, who was going to come on after him and close whatever show they were involved in, couldn't play it. He couldn't verify that it actually happened, but it's one of those, it sounds so Jerry Lee Lewis-like that you might just want to believe it because (laughs) he was so starstruck with himself and wanted to always be the the uh the top guy
1: there was i think he and and chuck berry had a bit of a rivalry i believe in the taylor hackford documentary hail hail rock and roll about chuck berry they have jerry lee lewis on camera saying he once got into a fight over who the true king of rock and roll was and him and chuck berry i think
0: he got his ass whipped yeah Yeah. okay (laughs) Let's, let's just find that uh i find that that fairly you know it sounds to me like there is no possible way that his life story doesn't get um, turned into, you know, it could be obviously a several part uh, uh, series on on. Well, they did the, a, They uh, did it. On one, the, one of the streaming platforms, don't you think? Well, Is they they
1: did of, a movie back in the '80s. Dennis Leary played him in uh, Great yeah. Balls of Fire, but it didn't. Right, I saw I saw or, that, but it but, didn't touch but, any of this.
0: Yeah, oh, it's a it, it's a different world.
1: And Denny, wow. and Dennis Leary, by the way, does a tremendous job in that movie. It's one of I think it's one of his better acting jobs. But yes, mm-hmm. you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, there could be a a lengthening, a widening of the field for sure.
0: Right, right. Uh, all right, uh, a couple more choices here. Um, Pence blames Trump, sort of. Don Jr. Dick of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, top five scary movies, official list. Don't argue with it. <laughs> let's do, um, let's do Pence first. Okay, uh, Mike Pence has got his book out now, and it's called. Do you know what the title of it is? Did you hear this? Uh, I really hate gay people. Close. So oh. help me God. Oh, close. Yeah. Uh, it'll f- officially be out on the 15th of November. That's the same day that, uh, the milk I bought at Walmart yesterday expires. Interesting. Pence recalled the meeting, uh, with Trump after the election, where there was the dispute between the campaign lawyers, Rudy Giuliani and the great North Carolina law school graduate, Sidney Powell. Yeah. <laughs> Axios got a copy of the book and, uh, They've got some excerpts. After the campaign lawyers gave a sober and somewhat pessimistic report on the state of election challenges, the outside cast of characters went on the attack. Giuliani told the president over the speakerphone, Uh, Your lawyers aren't telling you the truth, Mr. President. Even in an office well acquainted with rough and tumble debates, writes Pence, it was a new low and it went downhill from there. In the end, this is the money quote. The day the president made the fateful decision to put Giuliani and Sidney Powell in charge of the legal strategy, the seeds were being sown for a tragic day in January. I love the distancing of Pence and everyone from reality by using a day in January. Yeah. It's this this need to somehow squelch its importance and where it has its place on the calendar forever it wasn't just a tragic day in january november 22nd wasn't just a tragic day in dallas nor was september 11 2001 just a tragic day in washington and shanksville pennsylvania and new york but okay (laughs) okay despite Trump calling for Pence to overturn the election results and in the aftermath of the rioters shouting, hang Mike Pence, the then vice president refused to cave and oversaw the congressional certification of electoral college, which Joe Biden won, blah, blah, blah. It reads that, you know, when I, when I think about the three words, hang Mike Pence, and then I think about the, 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 the where's Nancy mm-hmm. um, quote that the guy who went after Nancy Pelosi's husband Paul Pelosi used, it really starts to sink in that this wasn't just a day in January. It was a day that could be just the beginning, maybe the midpoint of of what's ahead with people taking seriously the uh, concept of not necessarily hanging Mike Pence specifically, but hanging somebody else going after other people Where's Nancy? She was going to be figuratively hanged, uh, being beaten by a hammer with this guy had because she been in that uh, it's place it's in San Francisco well. where they where they live. So this is kind of serious stuff, and I guess this is about as far as you can expect Mike Pence to, to go, but he's just distant enough and kind of cloudy and nebulous in his language that he, he's giving himself plausible deniability because he will be asked now are you blaming donald trump for what happened on january 6th oh no 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 i'm just saying that that meeting was problematic in that a table was set in yeah. a way that things could happen in the future i mean don't you think that's what he's going to do I just wonder,
1: has anyone asked him straight up, do you think people were coming to kill you on January the 6th of 2021 as, as a report? I mean, maybe that'll happen in the, the publicity for this book. If that, do you believe that people were trying to come to kill you? Because the evidence clearly shows that that's what was happening.
0: Well, Britt, when they build a gallows, essentially with your name on it. Yeah. Um they're they're trying to kill you. So what what's your answer to wiggle out of that? One when, I don't when know. That? I don't know. I don't know. And
1: I I'm sure his security detail none of which would speak on the record, I think if you asked them, were people were was it the belief of that security team that uh, Mike Pence's life was in jeopardy? And I'm sure that that's not even a controversial or unambiguous
0: answer. I don't really think anybody would go,
1: "No, nah, it was just like a fly
0: buzzing around. We just had to you're, swat it away. You're, you're bringing up things that, that go in 12 different directions, which leads me to, uh, why didn't they subpoena Mike Pence? Yeah. Why didn't they? Um, I, don't, I don't have the answer because those are the kind of questions that uh, you would have loved to have seen answered in public um, by him. <laughs> I, I mean, if we you should can... have been.
1: If you can just excuse that, minimize it or put it out of your mind or disassociate yourself from it in a, you know, in a very mental way and then go about your life. And let's just say Mike Pence does run for president, which he's not going to win. But in some fantasy world, let's say he wins. Does he think that they won't come after him and try to kill him again? Does he think that that's not going to happen? The same people who tried to do it before do not think will not have something build up in their mind, a grievance against their hero, Donald Trump and they'll come and try to murder him again?
0: Oh, that's a that's a self-answering question because the very fact that he, quote, would be a president, unquote, yeah would be uh, unfairly and outrageously in place of the rightful person who should be the president, according to Trump supporters, right? So he would be yet another interloper, another illegitimate president. Every president will be illegitimate, I think from from here going forward by people who would say, well, Joe Biden was never a legitimate president. So whatever follows him, you you can see where that goes. But you you touched on something, you know, 90 seconds ago, which is um, when you're directly asked, well, you know, they were coming to try to kill you. You do realize that your life was in danger, that had they been able to find you, they would have dragged you out yeah. you 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 would have you would have gotten no better treatment than civilians in Ukraine get treated by Russian soldiers who come raping and pillaging through a city that's what they that's what they wanted to do to you and you do realize that there is a reason and tell me what you think the reason is Mr Pence that the Secret service hustled you and your family uh downstairs and away and wanted to get you as as far away and, and 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 secure as possible i would like to hear that because we have that other alternative universe it's not an alternative universe i think it's true where pence said yeah hide me but don't i won't leave the building because if i leave the building you may drive me out into the woods and put a bullet in my head weren't yeah. you thinking that weren't you afraid that ostensibly
1: that would- now ostensibly he he would say that he was didn't want to be driven from the building because they would somehow figure out a way to hoodoo the results and he wanted to be there to make sure that the you know duty of democracy that. was done well it's i I, I don't Fine understand how you that. I don't understand yeah. how you kind of glide your way past in a very unctuous way the fact that they were clearly coming to kill you and again, you you don't know, and I don't know which way they would have done it. They had a number of ways they could have bullet in your head. They could have actually put you out there on the gallows and tried to hang you. They could have drawn and quartered you. They're, they had a, a number of ways they could have done it, and they had the manpower to do it. And I don't know how you, again, bear false witness and say, no, that's not, that's not what happened. That's not what happened on January 6, 2021, and I was never scared for my life. Well, okay, maybe you weren't scared for your life because you had about 20 trained individuals around you that were armed that could protect your life. Maybe that was something that, but you know, even that, even
0: that would be a a flat out lie.
1: (laughs) So some, yeah, I I hope that in the lead up to his stupid book, which I hope nobody reads and is dumb as shit. I hope that somebody asks him that question just straight up.
0: Well, will he, will he do interviews with the uh, non right wing, non Fox, media will he go uh, and by the way i would love to see him on (laughs) c-spam where where you take the calls from from the public oh my goodness that would be great he Uh, i think he'll do
1: it for the purposes of of uh making himself look sympathetic by having a jake tapper or Chris Wallace or somebody like that, interview him. And then I'd his fans, I, I his know fans. What, I, you well, could be but, right, but I'd be amazed. I'd the be conservatives amazed. always see that as, oh, my God, poor little Mikey is getting beat up again. I got to go buy that book. Yeah, but, That's what they try to do with that he shit. He
0: doesn't have that reservoir of, of sympathy that will allow for that. I don't think he does. Poor little Mikey. He's not a, not a beloved figure. All right. Uh, Don Jr., Dick of the Year, top five scary movies. Uh, Don Junior, Dick of the year, if not the de- decade, if not the century. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and I, I, we, we need to to go through this as, as as quickly as possible. Um. The guy who went after Nancy Pelosi's husband, and by the way, I, I'll start with one kind of discomforting bit of reportage that has been there since minute one minute one uh since it started to happen he's been taken to the hospital um and he's expected to have a full recovery okay from a
1: fractured from a fractured skull an 80 year old man an 80 year old man with a
0: fractured skull so so he he got smashed with a hammer yeah. And they had to do brain surgery. They okay? Did. Okay, this is not going to uh, you know, fix a broken arm and it's going to heal in 2 months and you'll be uh will oh. <laughs> be pitching for the Angels, you know, at spring oh, training.
1: On an octogenarian. Yeah. Brain surgery on an octogenarian.
0: Right, right. And the the reason as it was explained to me uh why he had to have that kind of surgery was very very simple because he was hit so hard that uh, parts of his skull uh, moved enough that his brain was jarred, and uh, parts of his skull may have uh, broken off into there, and they had to go in there and and fix that. But they keep emphasizing that he, he's expected to have a full recovery. Really? Yeah. How quickly? Maybe maybe two three weeks from now. How does that work? You're 82. You know, you don't heal the same at 82 as you do at at, at 27. So I've heard. And if this happened to a 27-year-old, it would be a serious thing. Very much so. Um, This is worse. This is worse than a concussion that an NFL quarterback gets. It is. Because if Mr. Pelosi had just gotten a concussion, that would be bad. But you know he'd recover probably fairly quickly even at at eighty two but at eighty two anything can happen so i don't I don't like the i don't like that you know they they should be a little bit more realistic and circumspect um they're hoping for a full recovery the recovery you know to me it it rang more to the injuries inflicted on Salman Rushdie a couple months ago, when some crazy fuck ran up on stage, started stabbing him and he's lost the use of his left arm and he's lost an eye. Right. Um, But I guess you could say, but he's expected to have a full recovery. recovery. What what does that mean? What do you think
1: the, what do you think the agenda is on that
0: though? I don't know. know? I don't know. I, I have no idea on, on that one. Why you would downplay the, you know, or the Pelosi family won't feel so good. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, I don't like that. Um. So it's it's clear this guy is just fucking drinking and eating conspiracy theories and every right wing bullshit crazy crazy thing ever. Um. So somehow, someway, because we live in the year twenty twenty two, that's that can't be taken. It. At face value, that can't be what the San Francisco police said instantly. It can't be that the 911 operator, by the way, hat tip to the 911 operator there. Yeah, they've named who, her name and everything. They never do that. It was really I, good. I, yeah, I was surprised. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, they never uh, do and, that. And by the way, hat tip to, to Pelosi himself, who, geez, my God, to have the presence of mind to make a phone call. And leave the uh, the line open, and the nine one one operator was able to uh, decipher the code that yeah. he was speaking is pretty uh pretty amazing, isn't it? There's a there's a
1: lot of bullshit on on social media about what you like if you're in a domestic situation, you should call nine one one and say you're ordering a pizza and you want pineapple and anchovies, and that means to every nine one one operator that you're in a domestic situation. That's bullshit. That's not true. <laughs> But uh, she did a fantastic job and I'm glad that she's getting some recognition uh, from from the authorities there in San Francisco.
0: Yeah. So because. uh, The the uh, first 24 hours. Most of the decent sympathetic responses came from the Democrats, there were a few Republicans who did so also, but. It didn't take long for whatever Republicans were saying to have that drowned out by world-class "what whataboutism and both-sidesism, and they would proceed to then name Steve Scalise and Brett Kavanaugh and a few other cases, and it lapsed into—I saw it on, on Fox, of course, where else—to it's the political atmosphere right now that has just contributed to this. The angry, ugly language that has contributed to what's happened here, in addition to the lawless cities yeah. of yeah. our country, all run by Democrats. Where, and it did reach the point where, if you really wanted to sanitize it down, this was, this was just a break-in. We don't even know if he knew him. This, this just could have been anybody. Well, what you're what you're saying,
1: you're actually understating it. There's been a, a concerted effort among people like that asshole asshole Dinesh D'Souza to lie about this over the past 72 to 96 hours. Uh, also, the guy who runs Twitter now has also uh, tweeted out some absolutely untrue things about this being some sort of sexual tryst that went wrong. And there are various bloodthirsty bastards who are right-wing lunatics who have picked up on this shit and run down the field with
0: it. That's Don jr. For you. That's Don jr. <laughs> he certainly is their leader.
1: Yeah. Uh, and they have cast doubts. The just the Jesse Smollett thing, I think as you point out has been uh, brought up many, many times, which I I'm not even going to dignify that with pointing out the differences. It's just absolute hundred percent nonsense.
0: You know, I I decided this time to not post anything about this because when I first heard the story, the first thing I thought of was, oh, they're going to say it was a false flag attack and that Pelosi had it done to himself to, you know, I, I haven't heard that version of it, but this is just as bad. So so they they, again, the,
1: the stair step of bullshit is that it's not what you think it was. And they planned it. That's number one. Yeah, number go. two was it's Joe Biden's fault because of lawless America and his minions all over America who have made our cities that much uh, more dangerous. And number three was, as you pointed out, the general political climate. Can't we all just love each other and pat each other on the back and have a beer with your neighbor? That's what happened. Instead of a guy who was inspired by Donald Trump and his minions to go attack Nancy Pelosi, and when she was not home, uh, the guy decided to attack her octogenarian husband and fracture his skull. Which really is, I think, that's Occam's Razor. I believe that's very boom, plain to the point. With the zip ties, with the "Where's Nancy," with the hit list that he had on him, that's what really happened.
0: Yeah, I I saw last hour. This would be uh, midday Monday. Uh, a live interview with the chief of police of San Francisco, and you could just imagine how disgusted, yeah, he was at having to answer any questions that would lead you to believe that it was more than what we really, really know factually about what happened. Um, so we, but we also have again. This is uh, this is
1: illustrative, and I think a teachable moment as well. The people on the right, the Republicans, the conservatives, they love the cops. The cops are great. We always back the blue, uh, not unless it's the San Francisco
0: Police Department. Unless the police, chi- the Francisco.
1: unless the police, unless the police Department chief
0: probably was in, probably on, in the scam, on it. And, and by the right? way,
1: yeah. the police chief he happens to be black. So I, you, you just, you can't, we love the cops, except we just, we don't love the cops. You know, we try so hard to love the cops. We love the white cops when they do the right thing. I think that's really the Republican position is we love the white cops when they do the right thing. Of course, the right thing is support Republican lawbreaking and violence.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I certainly hope he he really does come out of this you know, uh, uh, as well as possible. But uh 82, and you get bashed in the head with a hammer. Um, tell me,
1: tell me, tell me this is not, there's going to be not going to be more of this. And tell me you're not surprised that there hasn't been
0: more of this from these idiots. Jesus Christ, they've got. Well, really, they've every got... time this happens, it, it spawns copycats. Oh, of course it, it, it does. It creates an example. And I think one thing that, again, you know, you've been hearing it the where was the security why yeah. was that a, why yeah. was he able to get in there okay. that's the story as, as if that's the question that's right? the
1: story right because
0: if you know if we could just surround you know everybody who is a government official by the way not just at the federal level oh yes yeah, but level. every judge sure ev- how about local people you i going to tell you people <laughs> where we live who are hated by other people oh there's no question we have no question
1: public figures. i mean honestly and you get down to it, it's like hey, I think the Pelosi's were inviting somebody to attack them just to make us look bad. I I mean, you get down into, like, ridiculous, like like Nancy Pelosi and Paul Pelosi goes, here's what we're going to do. We're going to send all the security guards home. We're going to take the codes down off of the door. We're going to leave the gate open. You might have to take a hit to your skull from a hammer. But – we're going to get so much sympathy and make the, the right look so bad. Are you in it? And he's like, yeah, I'll do that. That's not that a problem. That makes so
0: much sense. I, I don't know how that couldn't be the way it, it, it. <laughs> I mean, really, they're, they're just, and these are, some of these people
1: are on a basic level intelligent. I mean, they would be able to go into a grocery store and master self-checkout without a lot of help. Some of these people, but they want to believe some bullshit like what I just laid out.
0: All right, uh, here's the official scariest movie list ever. It's 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 inarguable. It is a compilation of 10 websites, and you've heard of most of them. Uh, Esquire, The Wrap, Rolling Stone, Rotten Tomatoes, Harper's Bazaar. Okay, so this is what they, they find when they, they throw them all into a bucket. We'll go from five to one. I haven't seen all of these. Maybe you have. Fifth place, It Follows, 2014. You know that one?
1: Yeah, it's a a spinoff from Stephen King's It. Okay.
0: Yeah. Number four, The Shining. Stephen King all the way, yeah. Yep. Number three, Paranormal Activity from 07. That one I'm not familiar with. Wasn't that one that was made with a handheld... Maybe
1: I think that was Blair. Wasn't Blair Witch Project? Wasn't that maybe that's
0: yeah, yeah, it does say it here. It was uh, um, made kind of the same way, okay,
1: yeah, gonzo style,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, number two, Halloween 1978, yeah, the original, the original one the they've first. been trying
1: to do as well for 44 years now, yeah. And this new one, by the way, that's on Peacock is supposedly dreadful.
0: dreadful. Dreadful as in scary or dreadful as in bad?
1: Very bad. Very not good. Even people like it's so. People who enjoy the genre and people who have enjoyed the franchise are angry.
0: Is John Carpenter still alive? Is he still associated
1: with this? No, I don't think he is. I don't think he's had anything to do for. He just collects the checks. Or his estate does. Let me sit here.
0: Check that out.
1: John Carpenter still alive, still with us, and still rocking at the age of seventy-four. Brad, he'll be seventy-five oh. in
0: January. So now we need do. We know if he had anything to do with this. That's the.
1: I don't think. I don't think he has. I don't think he's had direct involvement with this shit in a while. Even I think he even gave up on it. Hmm. Uh, number
0: one, with a uh, with a bullet and a crucifix, The Exorcist, nineteen seventy-three. Nineteen seventy-three.
1: It was well. I mean, it it did have a reputation because there. I mean, there were people that were literally having heart attacks in theaters, right? Or was that an urban legend?
0: Uh, well, I, I'm sure some people did. I I do remember when and where I, I saw that one. Um, that was pretty. Uh, it was pretty scary. Pretty, pretty creepy. It 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 certainly had a wonderful effect on Linda Blair's life, didn't
1: it? <laughs> when she grew up, boy, when she matured, she was hubba hubba fantastic
0: that's not I what think, i meant that i think Jerry is not no that is not what i meant jerry lee lewis whitmire i think jerry lee lewis liked her right
1: there though i think that was the the exorcist uh, he didn't want her to age a single yeah, he day so,
0: i know he got excited because she could spin her head around 360 and puke <laughs> <laughs> we've got a second
1: here did you did you hear any of uh, barack obama campaigning up in uh, wisconsin
0: i saw some of the I saw some of the I clip. thought he
1: was he's on got going on. He's he got was on I mean this is as good I thought as I've I've ever heard this guy and he's good, but he was I got 83 seconds. And again, tell me if this doesn't work audio-wise and we'll bail on it. This is him going after Ron Johnson. I mean super hard uh, up in Wisconsin. I think this was on Saturday. Check this out.
0: Some of you here are on social security. Yeah!
1: Some of your parents are on social security. Some of your grandparents are on Social Security. You know why they have Social Security? Because they worked for it. They worked hard jobs for it.
2: They had chapped hands for it. They had long hours and sore backs and bad knees to get that Social Security. And if Ron Johnson does not understand that, if he understands Given tax breaks for private planes more than he understands, making sure that seniors who've worked all their lives are able to retire with dignity and respect. He's not the person who's thinking about you and knows you and sees you, and he should not be your senator from Wisconsin.
1: How about that shit? How about that shit?
0: I don't recall him amping up his, uh, his anger level. Come on that much as president do you. No,
1: no, it was rare that. I mean, come on. That's the shit yeah. that's fired up and ready to go. That's yeah. God damn. We need that in North Carolina right now. We need him to come down there and yeah. throw some of this on Sherry Beasley. Right?
0: Oh boy. Don't, don't get me started. I, I I'll tell you, uh, you want you want me to depress you or not?
1: Yeah, just give it to me straight, Burl. I, I can take it.
0: I was outside. Uh, I was breaking all these damn leaves yesterday, and, and my neighbor, Jerry, has a place in, uh, in Wilmington, right across from Wrightsville Beach, okay. like a second home. They go, they go there on the weekends. He comes back, and I'm, I'm talking to him yesterday. He says, we were there over the weekend, and uh, everywhere I went, there were only Ted Budd signs. There were no Sherry Beasley signs. And he said, "Well, so I went to the Democratic headquarters there in Wilmington, and I was actually able to finish his sentences before <laughs> he did because I knew what was coming." Um. First of all, he says everyone in there was over eighty years old. All the oh, volunteers, oh, everyone no. was. It was quiet. Oh no, there was not much going on can I have some signs? Can, can, can I have some signs? Oh, no. Um, and they didn't know that he lived not there, but but here. Although I believe he then mentioned it. And they were willing to give him five signs. And I said, uh, did you bring any back here? Because uh, in my neighborhood, there's there's like no signs for anybody. <laughs> um, and he, he said, no. But but his, his tone, and even the way I'm telling you this, is, wow, this is not how you win elections. This is not how you win elections. Zero ground game. Um, that's anecdotal. That's one person's experience. It doesn't mean anything. But uh, I hate going against this yard sign thing because the yard sign thing tends to be a lot more illustrative of what happens in elections when you see, when you see places inundated. It can mean something because you know, we just had to, to get it. we had
1: a we had a letter from the homeowners association. Don't put signs in common areas. You can put that shit in your yard, but don't you dare put that stuff in a common area. I
0: don't people, care who you are. Now, does that mean like you know like the street that co- comes down before you turn onto your street is that a common area where yeah. there's no home? Where there's a right-of-way over there and they mow yeah. that thing about
1: twice a year. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, that would be they want they want that. But then if you put the shit in your yard, you don't know who's gonna come in, in there and, and fuck up your yard, right? Yeah, yeah. So I All don't right. know.
0: Can I give All you right. I got I
1: got one more piece of rhetoric for you from the weekend? Okay. And this is a this will be two minutes and fifteen seconds, it'll be completely and totally worth it. This gentleman's name is Jamal Harrison Bryant. He is a pastor at a huge church in suburban Atlanta. Got it? Got it. One of the most important ministers, spiritual leaders who happens to be African-American in the country. And he's going to lay down what's really happening with Herschel Walker. I want you to listen to this because this makes a lot of sense here.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, when the Republican Party of Georgia moved Herschel Walker from Texas to Georgia so that he could run for Senate, it's because change was taking too fast in the post-antebellum South. The state had been flipped blue and there are some principalities that were not prepared for a black man and a Jewish man to go to Senate at the exact same time. So they figured that they would delude us by picking somebody who they thought would in fact represent us better with a football than with a degree in philosophy they thought we were so slow that we were so stupid that we would elect the lowest caricature of a stereotypical broken black man as opposed to somebody who is educated and erudite and focused y'all ain't ready for me today since Herschel walker was 16 years old white men been telling him what to do telling him what school to go to where to live where to eat where to buy house. Where to run, where to sit down, where to sleep, where to pay for abortions, where to buy a gun. And they, you think they're not going to tell him how to vote? In 2022, we don't need a walker. We need a runner. We need somebody who gonna run and tell the truth about January 6. We need somebody who gonna run and push for the cancellation of student loan debts. We need somebody who gonna run and make the former president respond to a subpoena. We don't need a walker. We need somebody who will be steadfast. Unmovable, always abounding, knowing that your labor is not in vain, Georgia. I need you to know the slave Negroes y'all are used to don't live here no more. We can think for ourselves, function for ourselves, and vote for ourselves. Why? Cause we don't need a walker.
1: There it is. Come on. Wow. Oh oh man
0: I man i mean that that that's just great that's just fantastic i uh, i just i'm so afraid we're in a post fact post truth post reality world where everything that guy said is true times a thousand but <laughs>
1: I'm leading up to something here. Jamal Harrison Bryant was the minister you just heard. Mm-hmm. BA from Morehouse College. Master of Divinity, Duke University, Brad. Oh, good for him. Duke University, Master of Divinity. Went on to get even higher education uh, from another place. So Duke University, despite the Kyrie Irving anti-Semitic bullshit, they, they do redeem themselves with this gentleman in the pulpit laying it yeah. down.
0: Man, yeah, This. Between that clip and the uh, Obama clip, uh, y- you want to think uh, that the the uh, large turnout, early voting, um, is helpful to, uh, to Democrats, but you don't know. You, you, don't. you can't say that. You don't know.